Welcome to NYC Now, your source for local news in and around New York City. From WNYC. It's Monday, August 7th. Here's the midday news from Michael Hill. In Ozone Park, Queens, customers say a rat infestation at their local Dollar Tree store is so bad they're being or they're begging city health officials to shut the place down. Photos from the store on Cross Bay Boulevard show not on bags of chips and beef jerky. Droppings are scattered on the shelves. Local Block Association President Sam Esposito says he's never seen more deplorable conditions and alleges that staff at the discount store don't care about the problem. I would say 50% of all their product in there that's perishable, the rats had gotten to or were getting to and had holes in the bags and they kept them on the shelves. They didn't care. Residents plan to rally today and to pressure the city health department to close the store down by blocking the entrance to the store today. The Department of Health and Dollar Tree did not immediately respond to our request for comment. An official portrait of New Jersey's late Lieutenant Governor Sheila Oliver is now in the works, marking the beginning of a new tradition in the Garden State. Governor Phil Murphy announced today the state will begin commissioning portraits for lieutenant governors, starting with Oliver and the state's first lieutenant governor, Kim Guadano. Until now, only governors have been honored with official portraits. Oliver died last week after an undisclosed illness. The governor's office says the painting process will take more than a year. Taking a look at your forecast now, 78 and partly cloudy down. Afternoon showers and thunderstorms today, mostly cloudy and 84 high. Then tonight, showers and storm chances likely. Overnight as well, heavy rainfall gusting at low of 72. After tomorrow, slim chance of showers and storms, sunny and then mid to upper 80s. Violent police raids on student protest encampments play out against the backdrop of a crucial presidential election. Could this be 1968 all over again? If every election is just like 1968, then no election is like 1968. Maybe this election is like 2024. Plus, what Israelis are seeing on TV on this week's On the Media from WNYC. Find On the Media wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm Janae Pierre for WNYC. The police response is just absolutely incredible. I don't think I've ever seen this many cops before. And A chaotic incident in Union Square on Friday is raising questions about how NYPD officers respond to large crowds. Thousands of young people descended on the area after a popular Twitch streamer posted that he would host a PlayStation giveaway. His post quickly went viral, and when a crowd formed, things got out of hand, and the NYPD responded in full riot gear. WNYC's Charles Lane was on the scene. He spoke with my colleague, Michael Hill. So first, take us quickly back through what was happening there. What exactly happened? So last week, two social media influencers, Kai Sinat and Phantom, promised the millions of online followers, as you said, pl- uh, free PlayStations and computers, and uh, if they all came to Union Square. And people started assembling around 1.30 in the afternoon, and the two stars appeared at around 4 p.m., and they were quickly swarmed. At about the same time, uh, some of the fans tore down a construction fence that surrounded one of the subway station's exits on the south side of Union Square. They climbed on top of the covering over the exit, and according to police and several witnesses I talked to, they started throwing construction tools and soda bottles and fireworks. 
At about 4.30, a very large number of police uh, assembled and began dispersing the crowd. Charles, I got to say this. Aerial views showed what did look like chaos on the ground. Did the police response seem proportionate to what was happening on the ground? Well, I mean, I can say it was a level four response, which was NYPD's highest response level. They were in, as you said, full riot gear with, you know, just picture clubs and helmets and shields and loudspeakers and drones with loudspeakers on them. They were very organized and very disciplined. What they started to do is they formed a line uh, and slowly corralled the crowd. I saw a group of young people throw soda bottles and firecrackers at the police, but the police didn't give chase to them, and they continued to use sir and ma'am when when addressing them. According to police, uh, the crowd was throwing things at both police and each other. However, what I saw was anger directed at the police, and things were thrown at the police. 66 people were arrested, according to police, including uh, uh, including Kaisenat. Um, I also saw crowds stomping on cars and looting stores and restaurants and street vendors. I would say that was the minority, though. Of the thousands of people who were there, the vast majority of them were not committing crimes. However, the, the question of proportionate, it's, it's a little bit tricky because it's, uh, it wasn't clear to me how much of the violence that was being committed was in response to the police response. Charles, so how was the NYPD not better prepared for something that so many other people apparently knew about from social media posts? Yeah, no, that's a great question. The police didn't have an answer for that on Friday. Uh, Chief of Department Jeff Mattery said that they will have an after-action report on the event uh, for lessons learned. He said, uh, uh, quote, it speaks to the power of social media and the danger Mm -hmm. of social media, end quote. Uh, Mattery said that uh, it was an unplanned and spontaneous event. However, NYPD does have a very impressive array of resources and people power at their disposal. And Sinat told his millions of followers about the giveaway days earlier. The city earlier this summer, as we know, paid a historic $13.7 million to settle a class action suit over how it handled crowds during the 2020 Black Lives Matter protest. What, if anything, does Friday's incident tell us about how the NYPD has changed its response to handling big crowds like that? Well, what I saw was an extremely organized and disciplined police force that assembled within an hour, which is very quickly. They faced thousands of people, uh, with the vast majority of which were peaceful. With the Black Lives Matter protest, I think what we saw were more people and more anger. I think changing those proportions could possibly change how the police respond. I've been speaking with WNYC's Charles Lane about the incident Friday in Union Square. Charles, thank you. No, thank you. That's WNYC's Charles Lane talking with my colleague, Michael Hill. Thanks for listening. This is NYC Now from WNYC. Be sure to catch us every weekday, three times a day, for your top news headlines and occasional deep dives. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back this evening. Since WNYC's first broadcast in 1924, we've been dedicated to creating the kind of content we know the world needs. Since then, New York Public Radio's rigorous journalism has gone on to win a Peabody Award and a DuPont Columbia Award, among others. In addition to this award-winning reporting, your sponsorship also supports inspiring storytelling and extraordinary music that is free and accessible to all. To get in touch and find out more, visit sponsorship.wnyc.org.